Just after 9 o'clock, good morning. This is Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. And coming up at 9.30 is the Sunny Melindra Show. But the inspirational hour begins now with God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com. And this is Bernie Radio. This is Chrissy from Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital. Our mission is to provide your pet the latest in veterinary medical care in a compassionate, family-oriented setting. Our staff specializes in caring for your pet, from providing preventative care to diagnosing and treating an accident or illness. We are located at 150 Herfringe Boulevard behind the Valero. Check us out at CibeloCreekVetHospital.com or call 830-816-5123. We would love your pet to be a part of our family. Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs, where we discover a new perspective by relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. This is Meg Greer, your host. We talk with people just like you about the lessons they learned from their dogs about God. You can find us at GodandOurDogs.com, hashtag GodandOurDogs on Instagram, and at GodandOurDogs on Facebook. Thanks to the folks at Wheeler's Western Outfitters for a great spot to record our show. Today on God and Our Dogs, we visit with Andra Weijan, a media consultant and volunteer extraordinaire. Andra is an active 4-H mentor and the driving force behind the Kendall County Youth Agricultural and Equestrian Center and the Family Ranch Rodeo. Her dog, Aggie, says... She expects me to like all animals. And Aggie says that the horses are okay, but maybe not the cats. Welcome, Andrew Weijan. We are so happy to have you join us. Meg, it's, it's great to be here, and thanks for having me on. It's, it's a wonderful show. I'm very proud of you. Oh, well, you're awfully kind. Thank you for being here and sharing your, your fun stories yes. with us. Well, tell us a little bit more about Aggie other than her love for horses and her not so much love for cats. <laughs> well, Aggie's a border collie, and she's very busy, as most border collies are. She thinks that she's in charge of the horses and the cattle, and she's not allowed to go out in the pasture by herself and do things, but she waits all day long when, when we're not around and watches them constantly and says, look how busy I am, and, you know, I've got this. I'm, I'm on the job. Has she ever, like, caught a snake or something like that coming into the barn? No, she doesn't really go after rodents much unless you count the cats as a rodent. And, and <laughs> our, my favorite saying is, be nice, be nice to kitties. Kitties don't like aggressive dogs. <laughs> well, I hope that works. <laughs> Mostly, but I've got to say, Kirby just uh, informed me a couple days ago, you don't really know this, but Aggie does sometime look like she's going to chase the dog. Oh, yeah. okay. And I'm away. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd kind of like to hear a little bit about life on a ranch with Aggie. Does she have some other tasks that she helps you with? Well, she um, is a herd dog, as I told you. And so when we head out to the barn, she thinks she's supposed to go in front. And a lot of herd dogs do that. They'll kind of lead the pack rather than drive them. And the cattle or the sheep get used to you know, following the dog. So that's what she does. So we're like, oh, we're going to the barn. She knows what shoes I, you know, put on to go to the barn or to ride or to go to town. And so um, the other day she thought that we were going to the barn and I just came out just to kind of get a breath of fresh air and say hi to her. And uh, she took off toward the barn and was like, Aggie, and I was calling her and I wasn't going to the barn. I just wanted to spend some time with her. So she kind of messed that one up. 
Oh, I'm so sorry about that, because <laughs> I'm sure you're her favorite person, and so she missed out on hanging out with you, didn't she? Yes, and we were going to play our favorite game calling uh, called Your Dad. Your Dad, did I tell you about that one? No, so I never heard I, of I, Your Dad game. I play like I'm Frankenstein and go, rah, rah, your dad, your dad. And she lays down on her back, and she plays dead, and then I touch her, and I go, you're alive, and she jumps up and runs around so it's it's kind of cool it just takes the nat- natural instincts of her wanting to do those things and I put words with them she doesn't really <laughs> know I'm Frankenstein <laughs> oh okay okay well how old is Aggie at this point so Aggie's eight mm-hmm. and we've had her since she's a puppy oh wow yeah so is she showing any signs of aging for her not to respond to you when you called to her sounds a little bit yeah, like she might be the, the hearing impaired. My son says that she has trouble locating sound. So sometimes she hears the sound, but she can't just put her, her paw on it, so to speak, on where it's coming from. Uh-huh. And she slowed down a lot. When she was a puppy, she would play a game with the neighbor's border collie, and they would race up and down the fence line mm-hmm. really fast. And, and of course, you know, getting older, she, she doesn't move as fast. So the other day we were walking, I sometimes take, you know, long walks, and um, she made the first lap with me. And then she went and laid down. I said, it's okay, Aggie, you can stay here. I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. I think we can all relate to that, you know, heading off in a different direction sometimes and then also missing out on going along when we could have gone along. Yeah, so. and that was unfortunate because Aggie could have stayed with me and played, you know, and yeah. that was something that she could do, but she ran off. And then the day that I wanted her to walk, she had a physical limitation and couldn't go. Yeah, yeah, that. That happens as we get older, doesn't it? It does. Speak yeah. for yourself, Mick. Oh, <laughs> well, I won't reveal anything about you or me in, the, in that regard. <laughs> yeah, I have, the, I have that hearing location problem sometimes. Oh. <laughs> so, um, Andra, as far as working with Aggie on a day-to-day basis, on a ranch, you probably have things that you like to check on and check into. Does she ever help you with your chores, like on fence work or that kind of stuff? Well, she's not very handy with the fencing tool. I had to take it away from her. But she doesn't even keep you company, huh? <laughs> no, she does, especially when we go to South Texas to to the bigger properties. She likes to go, and she loves to ride in what we call the buggy. It's a, it's a Polaris Ranger, and, and sometimes she rides in the, the back, the bed part, and sometimes she gets a sit by us on the seat. So it just kind of depends how dirty she is or who's all along. But yeah, she hangs out with us most of the time. Yeah. And as I said, she's really not allowed to herd the animals because most of our cattle come, you know, when we call them and she she better not dare try to herd a horse. She mm-hmm. can get kicked too. So yeah, it's that's true. Kind of a thing. But um, she likes to swim in the tank. We have a, a big uh, stock pond with fish in it and she likes to get in there. She's not allowed to get in the swimming pool and she knows better. That would be a big temptation in the middle of the summer. You know, we all have those temptations too, don't we? We do. We do, and the water looks inviting. She sometimes gets in kind of the little shallow beach part, and she pretends she's drinking, and she lays down a little bit, but she doesn't get in there and swim like she does in the stock stock tank. Wow, that shows remarkable (laughs) self-control. She loves to go to town along with the chocolate lab. They, um, they're in the bed of the pickup. They're secured, of course, so they, you know, can't hop over. And so that's one of her treats as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, that's a pretty cool thing um, to have activities that people in or that your dog enjoys doing with you and you with her that don't involve food because sometimes that can be a big problem I hear from my vet friends that overweight animals um, are not necessarily always healthy so it's nice to have other kinds of things they can do. 
Well, she does have a favorite fetch game. She's only interested in the ball when we throw it to the lab. And, and as you know, labs are the fetchers. So if, if the lab is playing with the ball, then she wants to play fetch. And she gets it and she takes it away from them. And I guess she probably doesn't return it. She doesn't understand that there's a whole thing involved in fetching. Yeah, like it's going just, to get it and bringing it back. She just wants to take it away from the lab, which is really kind of entertaining. But, we, you know, she gets in trouble. No. No, Aggie. Well, you know, here on God and Our Dogs... We do have treats for our listeners. Would you like to hear about it? Do tell. Yeah. Well, we have great sponsors, Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Cibolo Family Medicine, Kendall County Abstract, the Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning, and Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital. Because of them, we get to give one of our lucky listeners a treat each month. This month, um, it is a $100 Amazon gift card. So you can go to our website, godnardogs.com, to enter. The winner will be announced there at the end of each month. That's godnardogs.com for an Amazon gift card treat. And as I mentioned, we do have some great um, sponsors, and I'd, I'd like to tell everybody a little bit more about Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital. You know, they care for my dog, Bullet, and regular dental checkups and cleanings are a must for him because he sure won't let me do it. So Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital is like his trip to the dentist, and they even have dental care products as well. Schedule an October appointment for your dog or cat's dental checkup and cleaning for a special price so you can save on dental checkups and cleaning in october all you have to do is call them at cibolo creek vet hospital 150 herf ranch behind the valero or you can call them at 830-816-5123 or find them at cibolo creek vet hospital.com okay we are here today with our friend andrew Weijen. And she has been regaling us with tales about Aggie, her border collie. And um, you were telling us a little bit about her um, recent inability to go on a trip with you, so to speak, um, on a walk, which she used to do all the time because she's getting older and it's, she has some limitations. Did she get to finally catch up with you that day and do something fun with you? Yeah, later that day I, I played with her in the yard, but but you know, as you know, Meg, the dogs get older, get a little bit arthritic, and she used to go up and down the road with me. Um, it's probably about a three mile walk in, in forty five minutes. And we walk pretty fast, and she just has to somehow sometimes sit it out under the shade tree. Yeah, and I'm sure she just loves those rides in the buggy to make up for it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Even if we go down to the trash or get the mail, just a short trip. Yeah, she thinks that's it's a, a treat. Lot of fun. Yeah. So in, in hearing about Aggie and as she gets older and has less stamina and so forth, I, you know, he said several things that really um, caught my attention. Uh, the first was at the very beginning, you talked about her trotting ahead of you. That's kind of a characteristic in some ways of some dogs and thinking that she knows where she's going when maybe not. And she missed out on something. And then the other one that really struck me was the limitation that she has. You know, we all have some kind of limitation in a way. Andrew, do you think that you've experienced some limitations or some other kinds of experiences that are a little bit like Aggie's? 
Yeah, I think so. I think just because of our human nature and, and how we are on this earth, we can't know everything. We can't see everything. But, you know, your show is called God and Our Dogs, and, and God can, you know, to, to bring him in here. And I like to think of God as um, hovering above a big parade, and we're in the parade. So he can see the beginning, the middle, and the end, but we only see where we are in the parade. And so such is our physical limitations. So just like Aggie wasn't able to go with me on my walk that day, she could still see me. She knew I was there. I told her I was coming back. I do come back always, and so she has that confidence. And it's the same thing with our Lord as well. He tells us that, that you know, do not fear. I'm always here. And even though you don't physically see me, you know, you know I'm here through the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that trust really starts developing between your dog and you, and it can also be reflected in your relationship as well with God. Learn how to rely on him. It does. And, and so many people would, you know, can say things like, well, if only God would show me or could prove to me, and, and he does time after time. And then if you start looking for that and seeing that, then that does build that, that trust and confidence and deepens that relationship, just like with the dog. Mm-hmm. Do you think God looks at um, our limitations as positive or negative? I think in his eyes they're positive because he takes our limitations and makes them go away. So, for instance, when Aggie and I go to the barn sometime, it's dark, and uh, I can't see, and I can't hear things and smell things that she does. And, frankly, I'm afraid <laughs> to go outside 11 o'clock to check on the horses at the barn. But she goes with me. She goes ahead and looks out for me. And so I know that everything's going to be fine. The same same way with God. He can take our physical limitations away and um, make everything fine as well for us. It's kind of like an opening of a door in a way if if we take advantage of it you know we have to realize gosh my weaknesses can become strengths if i only partner with god on that that's right and just take that first um that first step and have the faith of something small as a mustard seed as the bible says and and then it's like when you're on the other side wow i did it and you know Mm -hmm. so much more in store yeah yeah um so you talked a, a lot about um, about Aggie being with you. Um, that can be re- reflected also in our relationship with God, can it? That's right. And, um, you know, with Aggie, if she were in the barn or in a cage or somewhere else all day long, I, that wouldn't be much of a relationship. So dogs want to be with us at all times. And if, you know, if she could, she'd sleep with me in the bed, which that's not allowed. But, you know, oftentimes she does get to come in the bedroom and she comes she comes in a lot, and that's the same thing with God. We have to spend time with him in prayer, uh, in reading the Bible, and visiting with other Christians, um, and mm-hmm. having that fellowship. Yeah, and it also strikes me, too, as Aggie has aged and slowed down a little bit, um, maybe that also can be reflected in our relationship with God a little bit, too, because um, God kind of will go at our pace, that's right. And sometimes he takes those times when we trip up and fall and have to slow down and he uses those for the good. Uh, you know, then that's the time. Think about the troubles you've had, uh, you know, something happened. That's often the time we turn to God because everything is slowed down. Nothing's important. Nothing else is important anymore except that that one tragic or disappointing or sad thing. And then he uses that time to get our attention and then we can hear him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. So overall, how would you say that getting these insights about God, has that helped you trust him any more than maybe if you hadn't have had those insights? 
Yeah, I would, I would think so. I think that the times that we have tragedy, we have disappointment, we have sadness, and we become very still and know that he is God, then that, that does strengthen it. Mm-hmm. And just to go back to that story about Aggie, when she actually missed the opportunity to spend time with me, when we missed the opportunity to spend time with God, Aggie ran on ahead thinking, I know where we're going, I know where we're going, but that's not what I had in mind. And oftentimes God knows where we're going, and we don't wait and look to follow him. We go on our own way. Yeah. You know, it also makes me think of one other um, aspect of it. You know, Aggie goes to the barn so many times a day. There's routine there. And so maybe we can get trapped in that and not see what else might be on the periphery and available to us. Exactly. We have such a limited view where we are. We talked about God being above and he's the God of time and space and and, and knows all things. And so... Um, it, it's really not good for us to think that we know as much as he do. He does, and we can see that we don't. Yeah, yeah. If there is one thing that you would like the listeners to uh, remember and kind of take away from your experience with Aggie, um, what would that be? Well, think about your relationship with your dog and how your dog comes to depend upon you and trust you, and you know all things in the in the human dog world whereas the dog doesn't and so do that with god as well trust him knowing that he's omnipotent ever loving ever forgiving and take that chance and be still and listen and follow and step through that door even if it's a small step through an opening Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that takes some activity um what's your favorite way to spend time with god so waking up in the morning, uh, the first thing is God on my mind and saying, saying a prayer for the day and then spending some time in some sort of Bible study or Bible reading or something. And hopefully that sets the tone for the day. And then looking out for those opportunities when something doesn't go correct, doesn't go my way, I'm disappointed, have a sadness, look and see, look a bit deeper and see and ask myself, what, what's God going to, to t- teach me about this? How is he going to use it for the good? Because he always will. God doesn't cause tragedy or disappointment or sadness, but he takes that and uses it for the good for those who believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of my routine. Yeah, mm-hmm. Of course, things go awry. <laughs> no. So is it, is it easy to get back in the routine of it? You know, we were just talking about routine and having different, you know, different opportunities. Have, have you ever kind of said, you know, maybe I'm, I'm being interrupted for a reason. Maybe I need to do something different. Mm-hmm. And I think as our maturity uh, increases, as we you know become a more mature, mature Christian, we see those opportunities more often. I think it's just over the years. I, I mean, when you commit your life to Christ and to God, immediately that takes effect. But it's learning, and it's it's a journey, and it's a never-ending journey. So as as that faith deepens, I think that um, I see more things. Uh, things mean mean different things throughout the day as I see them, I guess, signs and, you know, God speaking to me. And Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well, we've been visiting with Andrew Weijan about her dog, Aggie, and how she has been able to grow in her relationship and learn to rely on God by gaining some insights uh, through Aggie and her relationship with with her sweet dog. Um, We're so happy that you were able to join us today And I'd love to hear a little bit more about the Kendall County 
Youth Agricultural and Equestrian Center and how our listeners can learn about them and also support their programs. Well, thank you for bringing that up, Meg. And you know a lot about it as, you know, Meg was one of our board members and thank you for that service. You did a terrific job. It was fun. The Ag and Equestrian Center is home to more than 400 4-H, FFA, and junior livestock kids. Uh, We've been open since 2016 and they have a place to do all of their activities. It's all about youth development. Uh, You think that they're doing fun things, but we're really taking them and molding them, making them better citizens and better leaders uh, to lead our country. I mean, our country is in in their hands. So one of our fundraisers is the Family Ranch Rodeo Fest. That's set for October 2nd. And this ranch rodeo differs from a regular professional cowboy rodeo in that these are tasks that the cowboys do every day on a ranch. So they have to pin cattle. They have to load a steer in the trailer with no pins. They somehow have to make that happen and roping and and those kind of things. And so um, there's four on a team. Many of the teams are gonna be from Kendall County. And one of the team members has to be a youth under 16 or um, a female. So it's kind of reflective of a real ranching family. It's a lot of fun. We're going to have uh, Curry Morrow as a a big concert, Jason Roberts Band, a very fun, good Western swing band. There'll be food and uh, an auction and um, stuff for the kids and mutton busting. Tell me again what the day and time is and where's the location? So it's October 2nd and uh, kicks off at noon with some goat roping. Brother Feller and his Cabrito Express will be there. And if you know anything about that, you can get in touch with them and do that. And rodeo starts at four and then the music after that. And we are located equidistant between Comfort and Bernie, 648 um, FM 289. You take exit 533, go in front of Popo under the freeway, and we're in Joshua Springs Park, just next to the animal shelter. So it must be that great big huge building on I-10 that you see halfway through to exactly. uh, comfort from Bernie. People are like, what's that big barn there? Yeah. What's that building? That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And so all the funds that are raised um, go to support the youth and the center? Or how does that work? Yes, yeah, supporting the center. We, uh, we give scholarships. We have capital improvements. We do have something called overhead, just being in business. So it all goes back into the center. And other than the cleaning service and, you know, a few contractual things, the, the garbage and that kind of stuff, we have no paid staff. So everything's rolled back into the center. Wow. That's really awesome. So much money goes to the, the kids and to the center. How great is that? Um, so do you have a website? We do. We have a very complicated ra- website, but our alternate sister website is ranchrodeo.org. You can remember that. That's pretty easy. And um, it's got all the pages on there about the center, our mission, our financials, our community report, and, of course, a whole page about about the rodeo and our wonderful sponsors, uh, including Wheeler's Western Outfitters who are supporting us. And speaking of wheelers, I noticed when I walked in the door today that there's this huge, is it an ATV or UTV? What is that? A UTV, a Can-Am Defender, and that's from Coyote Power Sports. Sierra Sakula and her great team um, have donated that for a raffle. We're selling uh, 250 raffle tickets at $100 a pop, but it's a $20,000 unit, and it seats five, so it's perfect Great for the family to ride around on the ranch, or the farm, or even in town. So if our listeners um, can't go on October 2nd out to the center, um, can they buy a ticket? They can. They can. Ranchrodeo.org. Uh, go to the Ranch Rodeo page, and you can find out about sponsorship opportunities. 
getting raffle tickets, and you don't have to be present to win. Awesome. That sounds fun. Thanks Maybe I need to get a ticket. That I think you do, Meg. Like, or two. <laughs> two or three. Two or three. Okay. We've been here with Andrew Weijan here on God and Our Dogs, and she's been filling us in on the Kendall County Youth Agricultural and Equestrian Center, and um, also the Family Ranch Rodeo. So tell us one more time how they can learn more about the Ranch Rodeo and how they can buy those tickets. So very easy, ranchrodeo.org. That site tells all about the Youth Ag and Equestrian Center, but if you go to the Ranch Rodeo page, you can find out about sponsorship opportunities. You can buy advanced tickets. There's a few reserve tables left. And then, of course, the raffle tickets to that fascinating or fabulous uh, Coyote Can-Am Defender. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. Well, and I'd also like to remind our listeners that they can enter to win a treat at God and Our Dogs. And our treat this month is a $100 Amazon gift card. So please go to GardenOurDogs.com and we will pick our winner the very last day of the month. And it could be you. Could it be me too? Can I enter? Well, you sure can. You're not an employee of God and Our Dogs, are you? (laughs) No, good. Okay. Well, this is Meg Greer and you've been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you and thank you for joining us. Before we end today, I have a thought to ponder. Yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. Aggie developed a routine, and she committed to that routine, regardless of her owner's instructions. Aggie did not ignore instructions, she just didn't listen. When Aggie found herself alone, she doubled back and found her owner waiting. So, here's the thought to ponder. Do I listen for instructions to head in a new direction? Or am I so committed to my routine that I miss a fun adventure with God? Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at godandourdogs.com. Listen to God and Our Dogs again on godandourdogs.com or on your favorite podcast site. Follow us on Instagram at hashtag godandourdogs or on Facebook. Please join me next week for God and Our Dogs for some new perspective for relying on God the way our dogs rely on us.